0: say hi hi it's me joa who's joa i was the mysterious voice that said last time on dice funk last season
1: what else have you done i also did the credits what are credits like i hit in the head i don't know what credits are anymore (laughs) um the credits are the
2: (laughs) you don't know either
3: it's such a mystery
2: what are credits
1: (laughs) um it's the list of all the awesome patreon supporters Wait, you mean that thing at the end of the episode that goes for like half an hour?
0: Yeah, it was getting longer and longer. Um, The long list of names of Patreon supporters of Dicefuck. So what did we do? We made it its own show! And it's great! Lauren and I dick around a lot, and we say dumb jokes, and...
1: Talk about my bussy. (laughs) We do! (laughs) If you want to talk about my bussy, it only costs $5! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's this patreon.com slash austin yorski if you want to get on that list just change your patreon name to whatever you want us to say and they'll say it unless it's racist in which case they'll just say black lives matter and make fun of you
0: and keep an eye out for my voice later in this season wake up to the job at the bell no sweat
3: now feeling swell Gee, golly it's a beautiful Gonna burn my troubles away. I'm going new here. Light up the town. The walls that hold me. I'm melting
4: down. I'm rising.
0: I
3: I
1: arrived at this episode, Horny. This is going to be the most chaste episode. So last we left this adventure, the party defeated an elemental that was infesting the wood of an old library they found on the salt flats. And instead of killing it because it's a monster and we're playing Dungeons and Dragons, uh, they attempted to befriend it. And I, I guess I rage quit kind of out of the recording at that point. <laughs> I don't remember everything. Went dark, and I woke up in a pool of blood in the woods. So someone else, uh, anybody else remember how that actually ended up?
0: Okay, so we have a clam now.
3: How it ended is we're calling it Clamander Bines. Oh,
0: see, I, I, uh, I prepared maybe some alternative options by looking up actors named Sam.
3: Oh, please.
0: Uh, consider Clam L. Jackson.
3: Oh, that's pretty good.
0: Clam Neil. Hmm. Clam Elliot. Mm-hmm. uh clam rockwell
1: okay for the audience yes we know that abalone are snails not clams i'm sorry for Sounds everything like she's snails. saying please don't comment so,
3: <laughs> you're, you're correct but also like you know alexander clamilton was on the table and therefore you know like cl- clam puns just that is very good were, they're, they're where we're at <laughs>
1: I mean, their their shells 100% look like half of a clam shell, which is where the confusion came in. They're mollusks. I
3: I do quite like your clamulel, Jackson. I think that's a pretty good one. I
2: was considering King Big Papadopoulos.
0: Oh, Christian Snail. Christian Snail.
2: Then I fade away.
0: (laughs) Christian Christian Snail's not bad. Christian (laughs) Snail. I'm never going to stop saying it.
4: Christian Snail is very good.
1: Ally like Christian Snail and Clamuel Jackson. Those are both really very good.
0: You don't have to let me steal the name from you, Laura. It's your guy. It's your baby. No, no, no. It's not. I'm
3: trapped under um, the floor. I have no part in this.
2: It was it was we slammed the, the mask on top of it, and now it's inside.
1: Yeah, so like the cold open of the episode is just like smash cut into the mascot head, which is that clam looking uh um uh, shell of this abalone. Character and inside is like the writhing elemental that you all defeated, and then, uh, like, in the background, you see the team ripping up the floor trying to get uh, (laughs) fucking Vindros out of there. So, why don't we just let's just jump in in character and see where the conversation takes, y'all?
3: Hey, everyone, Uh,
4: are you okay, Vindros?
3: Um, I'll be better. Did did, did I help?
4: Oh, you obviously. You've saved us all.
3: Ah, oh. I'm, 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 I'm glad I could help. It's not, it's not great down here. It's not great down here. Is, is, is the, the tiny child not near the hole where you're digging me out of the floor full of bodies?
0: Oh, hole full of bodies.
2: I've seen skeletons before. They are pictures in books. <laughs>
3: Yeah, so they're just pictures in books and uh why don't you just go hang out with the with the with with the clown out there?
2: No, I don't want to. I want to see what's in the hole.
0: Alright, let's find a stick and we'll poke it with the stick. Come on, let's go, let's go find a stick. <laughs> we love doing this back home. Not not much for <laughs> entertaining on the farm, you know. You find a dead thing, you just poke it with a stick. It's kind of amusing. Maybe the flies get angry.
4: Stand by me too. <laughs> <laughs> so, Corton lifts uh, Vindras the rest of the way out of the hole, and uh...
0: okay, let me poke dead bodies, Conrad.
4: Oh, oh go <laughs> ahead, poke. nobody's me. I'm not here to make. Don't look at me.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I heard. I thought it was you. Um. So Lola's gonna poke one a dead body with in back. Like, See why it's all puffy? It's because when you die, <laughs> gases.
2: What? What are the gases? Oh, I don't know. I'm not
0: a scientist. Is it like methane? Do you fart yourself to death? Uh, It's not. It's after you're dead, so at least you don't have to deal with the shame of farting yourself to death.
2: Huh. This is useful information. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm so glad you like it.
4: It really is the final fart when you think about it, isn't it?
0: Oh, fuck episode name. No. Yes, the final fart now. Can, can <laughs> it? Can, <laughs> it, can it
3: be the episode title if we translate it into like French so it's like Le Petit something? <laughs> no, Le Petit is small.
0: Well, <laughs> you're talking about small. the little
1: death, Le Petit Mort. <laughs> That's something else.
0: It's called Coming.
1: Thanks, Lauren. Ooh,
0: you're welcome. In case <laughs> anybody didn't know.
1: Well, this took a
4: turn.
0: <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> What is uh, French would just be fin, right? For final? Yeah, I
4: mean, what is French for fart? Final.
2: Le, um, le, le, oh, pet. Le pet final is apparently how you say it. I just Google translate. Le pet, pet final. final. Le, pet,
0: <laughs> le pet final. Le pet-o-man. is that it? No, that's a guy whose name was the fart. <laughs> what
2: if I change it to,
0: Everything <laughs> oh. <laughs> sounds better in Latin. What if I make it Latin? <laughs> the on, library explodes, look-
1: <laughs> killing everyone.
2: <laughs>
0: Let me tell you some stuff. I tried to look up French fart, and I got Le Petit and he was Joseph Pujol from 1857-1945. That's when he was alive, and he. So that was like his stage name. It was like. Oh, it well, it's maniac. all well and
4: good. When Austin does a bunch of research, <laughs> but when we try to do a bunch of research,
0: why are you trying to keep knowledge from the people?
2: Supremum crepitu is uh, what happens when you
1: fart yourself to death.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: scientifically
1: speaking there were no survivors we're all adults
0: here
3: so i genuinely don't remember what was supposed to be going from here there's a big there's a big wall of glass right
2: oh, hold on can i put can i put the helmet on i want to talk to uh, i forgot that
0: we'll <laughs> just eat your head right
1: okay you pick up the the mascot's head you look inside and there is a humanoid a small pulpy mass with vaguely arms and legs and like a little body and a little head. It kind of looks like... Have
0: you ever seen the mandrake roots that look like little fat babies?
1: Oh yeah, a little bit like that. I was going to say like a child's doll but made out of wood pulp. Um, This is, like, a, a, a basically a pulp elemental. It's, like, a subdivision of, like, carbon elementals, which are made out of, like, basic, the building blocks of life. You all failed repeatedly. I gave you, I think, a nature and, like, a history check. or like, multiple times I tried to give you checks for this. Everyone failed everything last episode because that's the kind of day it was. Uh, so you really don't know much about this thing. But, Sabrina, you look at it, and before you drop this on your head, uh, you're pretty sure this thing doesn't have language. It's an elemental. So...
2: Well, I speak elemental. Well, I I, I speak uh, primordial.
1: Correct. You do do that.
2: So can I speak to it in primordial?
1: Sure. You put the mascot head onto your own head, and now it's like pushed up against your face. This like globby, almost like phlegmy mess, and it's like squirming against you.
2: Hello. It's nice to meet you.
0: You got real cockney.
2: because i'm smashing my hand against my face full effect
0: okay fair
3: uh vindras is immediately getting first aid supplies ready in case this goes badly
1: (laughs) yeah the rest of you see sabrina put the head on and you just hear like weird gurgling noises from inside because this thing is like wet and now it's in her mouth and her nose and it's not gonna be right for her she's trying to talk to it elementals cannot speak so. I'm
0: proud of you, Brina! So that's how you talk to nature! You just gotta put your face in it! I order you to talk to me, friend! Well, that doesn't usually work. <laughs> Sabrina, uh, can you give me an animal
1: handling? It's not an animal. It's an elemental, but fuck it.
0: Uh, yeah,
2: but since it's not an animal, would I get advantage? <laughs> oh my god!
0: Because <laughs> she's a royal, does she get advantage?
2: Uh, so I I ignored that part and I rolled an 11.
1: Okay, an 11's not very good, it's average, here's what I'll
2: say. Someone
0: say
3: above average.
1: When I was in that- I was in Lo- Laura's uh, charity live stream. the chat the entire <laughs> time was asking for advantage. Yeah,
3: the whole- <laughs> there was a hundred people just asking, like, can I have advantage because my comment was written in all caps. Just wh- whatever they could get away with cap- uh, with getting advantage for. <laughs>
1: It's a terrible precedent I've set. It's mostly my fault. You don't know any better. You're a child. Oh, so I would
2: get advantage and okay. Well, I got uh, a 17. No.
1: You didn't. <laughs>
3: Chris. What if I, what if Chris, I, just, I
1: told you I got the 17 originally and you
2: you erase
1: your information?
3: So you got an 11, Chris. <laughs>
1: Um so uh, animal handling you don't injure it and it doesn't injure you. that's what I'm gonna give you for average. I think you basically know that this thing can't really communicate any more than like a fire elemental can, which is just like a fire that like runs wants to run around and destroy stuff or a water elemental which is just like a bunch of water. So you you can keep this elemental with the party if you want but because it's a wood pulp elemental it needs wood to survive so you're gonna have to feed it. It's another mouth to feed. Although, if you do encounter wood-based obstacles on your journey, you will have an extreme advantage. Yeah, obviously, though. That's gonna happen.
4: And seeing as there's not, you know, a preponderance of metal in the yeah. world, uh, being able to
3: destroy a bunch of wood seems like a pretty good I, thing are to you have re- around. Are you ready for the responsibility of having to feed your pet regularly?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I have a pet now. They wouldn't let me have one. The father would never let me have one back in the castle.
0: Did you at least get, like, a like a training plant?
2: I got nothing and liked it.
0: Oh, you must be having a <laughs> terrible childhood, I'm sorry.
2: Well, I'm still in it, so I guess it's not done yet.
0: <laughs> it can only go up from here!
1: Yay. <laughs> uh, so I guess for the rest of the campaign, Sabrina are going to carry around this mascot head, and there's going to be, like, a pulpy guy kind of slithering out of the shell. And none of
3: the rest of us are going to take any responsibility. <laughs>
1: Yeah, why is this on Sabrina? Just she, just she just jumped to the head of the queue and decided it was hers?
2: Well, she was, it was her helmet.
4: And Corton is in the process. I was waiting for a pause. Corton's going to go start pulling up any, you know, board fragments and things that'd be easy to carry and pack so that there is a supply of food from here
3: to take with us. Yeah, we've already got the bits of wood that we pulled out the floor to, to get me out.
0: Yeah. I'm a feed at my poking stick.
3: Actually, uh, C- Corton ruled
4: nature. Mm-kay.
1: Does
0: he not know what wood is?
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> We're about to find out.
3: Boch, <laughs> boch, boch.
4: Trust porch, me. Porch. Trust me. Trust me. Corton, if there's anybody, Corton <laughs> knows wood. Uh, eighteen. That's very good. I'm gonna say Corton. You notice most of
1: the floorboards here i have actually been stripped of the nutritional value by this thing by now. Mm-hmm. Um, while I was waiting for a few, uh, future like, uh. Victims, I guess is the word I wanted there. Um, but because you rolled so well I'm, I'm gonna say you do find some boards that the elemental was saving for later so you have some food you can keep on you for it this is fun because in many d d campaigns you can actually track things like rations and water and like sleep schedules and who's taking first watch you can do like a very simulationy almost like camping simulator kind of game we're not going to do that but because this is a harsh environment we're occasionally gonna have to talk about food and water yeah. and now you've added more difficulty this for this to your, for yourself, you, which well, is you, fun. You
3: say that it's not like pieces of wood were going to be food for the rest of us. It's not like we're having to share our rations of eating wood with with this thing. It
4: is, you know, having to look for something else. But that's, you know,
3: let's go to the glass forest. Okay, why, why, why are we going? Why are we going through the big thing made of all of the pointy glass and tarramibleness? 'Cause it's the fastest way to get there.
0: I mean, but is it worth it?
3: I'm Yes. I'm sure it's also the most murdery and full of, of giant shards of glass.
2: But you just survived being murdered. That means you're indestructible.
3: What I, I don't even know where to start with that one. Then don't and just go with me to the forest. If nothing else, she she doesn't know how to respond, and as such, I think she's... Nah, she's... Okay, fine. We're with the the stupid plan. (laughs) Uh, Sabrina, do you just leave the library and expect them to follow you? Yep.
0: Alright,
1: why don't we roll survival to leave uh, the Wormwood Library and head towards the Glass Forest? Everyone who wants to participate.
0: Can we have advantage because we have a mascot now? I got an 18. I got a nine. I got
4: a 17. I got a six.
1: All right. Actually, half the party succeeds, so the party passes. Uh, Vindross and Sabrina.
2: Yay. We're the best.
1: You, know, you don't really need to do too much navigating. You know, if you go east, you will eventually get to the forest. Uh, but with, with these uh, successes, you can see uh, like potential pitfalls ahead of you and avoid them. Maybe some guard patrols. Uh, you know that the God King's forces are out here on the flats and you can be encountered at any time. So successes are very good for that. Um, what do you guys talk about on the way there? Because right now, uh, Sabrina is basically blackmailing you to come with her and protect her. And if you, she said, if you don't, she's gonna turn you in, which is kind of a harsh thing. So, do you have any thoughts about that?
0: Um, I don't got anything better to do.
3: So definitely hanging far enough back that Sabrina's not listening in. Um, Vindras is gonna sort of sidle over to over to Corton and be like, "What's what's 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 the plan? What's the plan here? How 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 long before we we skedaddle away from this?" Well, there's
4: nothing here for us this close to the God-King's home, anyway. We do need to keep moving.
3: Indeed. And I suppose there's nothing that's... It's not like she's being a hindrance yet. Not yet. Yet, being the operative word.
4: She wants to play leader for now. It's fine. But I worry she's going to get someone badly injured.
3: Yeah that's that's the thing like I can do I can only do so much patching up if this child runs face first into oh it's some, some very 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 bad people but it's fine I'm the hero child there's only so much there's only so much that we can do if if she runs straight into a very bad situation
4: well i suppose if she wanders us into one of the patrols and you know, has to face that. And it's pointed out that she led us right to it. Problem solved. Okay.
1: So Corton and Vindros conspire to uh, eventually demoralize Sabrina out of her liter- leadership <laughs> after her first failure. That's a very exciting uh stake to have in the background here. I will say, as you're walking across the salt flats, you notice uh the ground actually has some geometric shapes. Like it, in it, it's almost like because of the way that um, salt crystals form, you look. It almost looks like there are, there are tiles on the ground, which may be very disconcerting for you. And it's in fact that this this geometric shaping becomes so regular that with your successes on the survival roll, uh, Vindros and Sabrina notice some uh, places where people have passed through. And you uh, actually you, you succeeded. So instead of this being confusing and scary, you realize that this was a small. A group, maybe only one or two people, and you can follow these tracks at a safe distance, and eventually you see in the distance uh, what appears to be a collapsed person up on the, the, the flat ahead of you.
2: I want to go look.
1: All right, what skill would you like to roll?
2: Um, investigation
1: or perception? One assumes. Investigation? All right.
2: I'm going to go with investigation. That's better for me.
1: All right, roll it.
0: I mean I'm going to also cuz I'm going to stay by. I got a 7. Bad. Oh, I'm not going to help the baby. Uh, I'm c- sorry, Can baby. can I
3: do a thing to help the child? Um investigation is an intelligence check, isn't it? Um can I cast enhance ability to give uh to give advantage on that? Read enhance ability to the audience. Uh I touch a creature and bestow a magical enchantment upon that creature. Um There are many different ones that can be done mostly for get advantage on different types of checks. Um, Fox's cunning is give a creature advantage on intelligence checks for um, for how long? For up to an hour. Okay. Thank you. That's very good. So I get to roll
2: with advantage.
1: Fuck you, Austin! I get advantage now! You sure (laughs) do. Hey, look, there's a way you can actually do
2: it within the game rules. Well, I got a six, so I get double advantage, right? No, (laughs) fuck... I'm just going to roll again. The one time we see, legitimately
3: earn advantage. Seven. Damn.
2: Ah. Where's the thing? I rolled all the bad rolls out. So now if someone <laughs> rolls, they're going
1: to get a good roll.
0: I mean, I rolled a three to help you, so.
1: So the party comes across a body laying face down on the planes and Sabrina just goes running off to go check on it. Vindros, you reach out quickly and like grab at her you know, sleeve <laughs> and fast enough to get an enchantment on her to make her make smarter decisions. But her stupid, <laughs> her childlike wonder, I almost said stupidity, a very easy mistake to make <laughs> is too much. And it does not give her enough intelligence to make a better choice. And she runs up and uh, begins like looking over the body. And I think she steps in a bear trap that has fallen out of this person's backpack. Oh, no. Um, boop. Uh, three damage. Crunch. Everyone, you hear Sabrina scream and fall over next to this person. What do you do?
0: Um, I'm going to poke him with my poking stick.
1: All right. Lola you, Lola, you run up to the body and you poke it with a stick. It does not move. Sabrina's on the ground and her ankle is crushed.
3: Um attempt to open this thing somehow um can, can i strength okay sure uh 12
1: that is actually enough yeah these are d- designed to be opened by people so that is actually in fact exactly what it's supposed to be done here and so Vindros, you reach down you use two of your arms to like steady it and then two to spread it back open and it is off your ankle sabrina thank you is it made of metal uh, it is made out of, um, like, bones, actually. Uh,
0: oh, that's very cool.
1: I want to check this person. Why do they have that? Uh, you you roll this person over, and it is a a dwarf, and they do not respond in any way to you doing this. They roll over, and they just they stay unconscious, as far as you can tell. Can I check for a pulse? Medicine. I'm very good.
3: Uh, very good. C- can Vindros who, who does- I got a two. <laughs> <laughs> Convince us also. Uh, come I got a two. <laughs> I got a nine. I got a two. Do I have a heartbeat? Uh, Fifteen.
4: And fourteen for Corton.
1: All right, fourteen and fifteen. I think uh, Lola and Sabrina start pawing at this dwarf <laughs> and doing nothing. Corton runs over and uh, Vindros uh, like says like, "Hey, help me stabilize this guy. Like, you have the medical knowledge, and he has, and you have like the rapport with him to actually do medicine. Um, you take this person's pulse, and they are dead."
0: Well. These things happen.
4: Okay, and now we're going to start removing his clothes and taking all of his possessions off of his body.
1: Well, I all to loot. All right, before we loot, I want to give you, because you're seated on the medicine check, I want to give you one more thing. There are no wounds on this person's body, and there are no signs of malnutrition or dehydration. This person looks like they could just wake up at any moment, except for the one thing, which is that they are dead.
3: Well? So they- Either died very recently or very mysteriously. (laughs) Or both.
2: (laughs) Well, if they had a trap on them, then they would have to have been hunting something, wouldn't they?
0: Uh. What. What. Kills with. What beast kills with no wound?
2: I guess I would need to roll an Arcana check to find that out.
0: I'll say history. Yeah, roll history. Roll history. God damn
3: it. God damn it. Uh, well. Uh, Chris, you get advantage, because it's still within an hour on an intelligence check.
0: (gasps) Oh,
2: boy! Ventras is the best.
3: I got a six. I got a (laughs) thirteen. You're really not making great use of those advantages I'm giving you, Chris.
2: (laughs) It's all about statistics. One day, it's gonna happen. It's gonna be real big.
1: (laughs) Okay, so... Uh, Lola got a 14 and Sabrina got a 13, which is enough of a success. It's a partial success of uh, beating the 10 DC for me to say this. You have heard of things like this before. I think Lola, you might've even seen it because you came out to the glass forest before. That's where you met Stuart. I think you might've seen just a body here or there on the way with no wounds. And so you've heard of something like this. I think Sabrina, you may have heard gossip in the God King's court uh, to the effect that if you go to sleep on the salt, you don't wake up.
0: Oh. Oh.
3: Well, good, good thing you've got me with you all, because I just don't sleep. So it's fine. I'll be okay.
1: <laughs> so that's all you know, because you only got a 13 and a 14. Uh, but this dwarf is dead, and you don't need to roll to loot. We've already rolled so very much today. I will say that... Uh, now
0: you don't want us to roll.
1: No, there just isn't a good roll for this because nothing's stopping you. There's no like uh, additional no, difficulty. It's just time. Uh, I would say that you find water and food in this person's belongings, which means that that's going to be taken care of for the time being. Like we I said earlier, we're not keeping track of rations and water. It's just every once in a while, I will introduce like a complication where we deal with it. And this is one of them. You have succeeded, and you're not going to die yet.
3: Thanks. <laughs>
1: Uh, and you have wood for uh Christian Snail.
3: Um if we have to not fall asleep in, in, in the salt flats, uh how how how's the day coming along? Like how we're not at a point in the day yet where we have to worry about everyone's gonna need a
0: nap.
1: Uh, actually I'd say night night is gonna fall pretty soon, actually. You had a big day, you guys did not sleep at the library.
0: Does anybody have Adderall?
4: Well we need We need to find some kind of shelter.
0: What do I roll to have coffee beans on me? Because my last name is Beans.
4: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, roll bullshit with disadvantage. (laughs) Can we make a survival roll to try and find some kind of shelter to camp for the night?
1: Um, The party already succeeded on their survival to cross from the Wormwood Library to the Glass Forest. I don't want to make you do that again. Is there another skill maybe that you could use here? Uh,
3: Perception, I guess.
1: Yeah, that sounds good.
2: Arcana sounds right too, doesn't it?
3: <laughs> uh 15. All right, uh,
4: 13.
2: Hey, we went in order. 12, <laughs> oh, 13, 14, fun. 15. That means you have to give us a bonus.
1: <laughs> Chris. Chris it's in the rule book. I'm a DM. Chris, please, please, my friend, please. Please, Chris.
3: See, Chris would know this. He did DM a thing recently. He knows he knows yeah. the rules. He's read I read, read the em. book.
2: Yep. I want to kiss you on the nose, Austin.
3: <laughs> I would say so
1: with this success, uh, you know that because especially Lola who has been to the glass forest before that the salt isn't the salt doesn't cover all the ground there and you think there are there are, there will be safe places to sleep in there if you hurry up now and you might be able to get there in time. Uh, that's probably the best chance. There may be shelters out here. But uh, with only one p- person beating fifteen, uh, you do not uh, succeed well enough to know that.
3: Mm.
0: How, what do we roll to? to gotta go fast.
1: Uh, constitution saving throw to everyone to to strip the dwarf clean and just take off running. Boo! Four. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, well, oh, no.
0: man.
1: oh my god! Four, five, six. Or, no, it's three, three four, five, four six. five, six. Yeah, we'll see. We have to get a
2: bonus.
3: A bonus the
1: for the botch, yeah. A more failure <laughs> oh, than- no. Oh no!
3: no! He turned it against Well, us. okay, I'll say this. If the botch means that Vindros perhaps isn't going to make it to that shelter before night falls, Vindros isn't going to fall asleep, so it's fine. It's fine. No punishment for the botch. It's all I fixed it, Austin.
0: That's a spicy move.
3: <laughs> okay,
1: so you succeeded on your survival checks- Uh, So I'm not going to surprise you. Rather, your success on the survival check is going to give you a choice of how this botch fucks you. Mm -hmm. As you come over uh, a ridge on the plain and you see the glass forest ahead of you, and it does live up to its name, it is a forest composed of glass trees, uh, which should not be possible. We'll talk about that in a second. (laughs) The important thing is you see it before you that there is a patrol of the God King soldiers on one side, that you would have to sneak or fight your way past, or you could go a longer way around, which you see will take you through part where the crust of the salt flats has collapsed down into a like a short creek of muddy seabed that has been exposed. Remember before when uh, Vindros crushed through and like landed on a narwhal corpse. Uh, and got impaled so there's like this part where the crust has broken open and you see all this stuff living on un- under it, it just like things are crawling like centipedes and beetles and oh. there's like detritus and metal and so you can crawl through this trench to get to the forest or you could try to get past the soldiers the botches one of these things is going to happen to you but the success on the survival means you get to pick
3: hmm i i think what would make sense Is if Sabrina picks which one we do? Yep. Because obviously, team leader.
1: Yeah, and if it fails, then you get to you get to shame her into quitting being the leader. It's all coming together. Well,
3: it's a bit of A, bit of B, but obviously, yeah, whatever consequence it's going to land on Vindras. But you know, we have to
4: defer to our leader and and you know to make these difficult decisions.
2: Uh so there's the smart thing to do.
1: And then there's so it the second one's just a bunch of blood and guts and monster like bugs and shit. The crust of the salt plain has been broken open, and you see exposed under it the, what used to be the the bed of this ocean and all of the stuff that comes with, which is just like wrecked uh, ships and all kinds of subterranean creatures and like corpses and broken weapons and stuff. It's just like you have to crawl through a very bad ditch.
2: Yeah, that sounds really bad. I'm gonna say we're gonna go where we could potentially find people because we can we can get out of that.
1: All right. So, uh, Sabrina, tell the, tell the the group what your plan is to get past these soldiers. We'll just sneak past all of them.
3: I'm sure that will go very well, and I definitely won't won't have botch punishments for 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 doing so that will fuck this up. Well,
2: if you're worried about it, I could just make you invisible.
3: <laughs> I. I, I feel like somehow the universe will find a way to punish me regardless. I'm
2: gonna cast Invisibility on Vindras. Alright, read that for the audience. Uh, so I'm gonna turn a creature, I touch Invisible until the spell ends, which is for an hour, and anything they're wearing or carrying is Invisible as long as it's on their person. Uh, but if they attack or cast a spell, then it stops you, so you can't start, you can't start picking fights.
3: But I can take damage and not lose my Invisibility, right? that's correct cool okay i feel like that's gonna be just important. don't shout out ow because then people
1: know because <laughs> the wind doesn't say ouch it goes owie so, so the group is gonna do stealth rolls now except for Vindros, who automatically passes
0: uh do i get advantage if i go on stewart's tummy
1: the next person who asks for advantage is gonna get kicked in the heart
0: <laughs> you couldn't see me down in there. your body
1: okay, well, not in the chest i got a 22 austin <laughs>
0: What are we rolling again? Constitution. Stealth. Stealth. That makes sense.
1: Jesus. I got a two. (laughs) I was
0: was trying to be obnoxious. Sorry. Do 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 do. Fourteen.
1: All right. So we got a twenty-two and a pass from Vindros, who uh, is invisible. So the party succeeds. Uh, Narrate to me how you get past these soldiers. So picture there's like a small company, right? So I don't know, twenty guards dressed up in um, actually pretty light. uh, armor all things considering because of of the the need to be, stay hydrated out here you can't really be walking around in super heavy armor um and they're marching in these uh, really loose ranks up and down the edge of the forest patrolling it so how do you, do you just how do you slip past
2: so guards are essentially cops right <laughs> yes uh, so I want to throw, like, a snowball at them, but because my stealth was so good, they can't see me, so they immediately just start, because of their violent nature, just start attacking each other in <laughs> just <laughs> a violent oh God, oh eruption, basically, and they're too distracted, beating each other up to see us.
1: Okay, Sabrina, where did you where did you become woke? How did that happen? <laughs> it's always been there, baby. <laughs> uh, yes, so of course, uh, the history of policing is that rich people paid other people to To beat up poor people for them and that eventually evolved into police and that's what we have now so these are basically like larval police the the idea of guards and so uh sabrina you you sneak you sneak by you throw a projectile into their midst and one of them thinks like the other one's a traitor and stabs him and then his friend stabs that guy and all of a sudden they're just all stabbing the shit out of each other um which is very funny
2: there you go fuck those guys (laughs) <laughs> glass forest, glass forest, glass forest. That's
1: so dark for a t- ten-year-old. <laughs> I
0: was like, Lola's gonna do some jug jug music in the background.
1: Oh, so wait. So I like to imagine. So you enter the edge of the forest, and there's the sound of pe- people stabbing each other behind you. And like Lola, you like look back, peering like towards them, and you just pull out your jug very slowly and just do a little tune as you watch them die.
0: Uh, yeah. It's like it's like movie music for ambiance.
1: You're sick. You're a sick little gecko, huh?
0: <laughs> you know, everything's a little better with music.
1: Uh, so you've seen the, the glass... <laughs> is it? <laughs> you've seen the glass forest from a distance, but I didn't describe it too much because the part of the problem here is that light plays havoc with glass. And so it, oh. it's almost like blinding to look at from a distance as it's just like this sea of light reflecting and refracting through these glass trees. Uh, as you get into it, and there's parts of it that for various reasons, the angles and so forth, is more shading you underneath them. You can see more clearly. So now that you're in the glass forest under the canopy, you see it's almost like you're walking through... Uh, like a undulating living rainbow in here Ooh, there's t-
0: kind of cool there's
1: trees for sure but the light is playing through and bouncing off and swirling around all of them it's like hypnotic and Lolo, you've been here before Can you actually tell everyone what were you doing here were you just looking for animals to befriend
0: yeah I just you know I had a I had an appetite for petting some new animals so just you know packed up a sack Came to the forest, bad idea. But I did find Stuart, so.
1: Yeah, this place is actually renowned for having a very interesting uh, menagerie of unique animals, things that aren't found anywhere else. And I think in-universe, none of you quite grasp how strange it is for trees to be made of glass because this is just the world you've always lived in. But for, obviously, the players and the audience, something has happened to, like, the laws of physics in this world. Whatever apocalyptic event happened didn't just, like destroy some things in like a cool Mad Max way. Like the rules are changed in, a, in some horrifying way that you, we haven't really grasped yet because like, as far as we know, only carbon can create the bonds necessary to sustain life and glass is made of silicon. So this is to us completely like even beyond magic, right? for you, it's just like kind of cool, but for us, it's like, uh Oh, something is happening here. <laughs>
3: I wonder what could have happened. What?
1: <laughs> Laura, br- Laura broke the world.
3: <laughs> I may have broken the world, but like, it's fine. I got to, I, I, I got to have a little pocket world where I could play video games. So it was all worth it. Um,
1: does anybody want to talk about uh, Sabrina's leadership? Because she flawlessly got you here and all of you are pretty much safe and you have food. You have a new friend. Like she's actually killing it.
3: Yeah, she actually is. I mean, <laughs> she hasn't. F- she, not only is she not fucked up yet, she has actively ha- helped.
4: Then we have nothing to worry about, do we?
0: Good job, Brina. Woo, proud of you. Thank you.
2: No one's ever complimented me before.
0: I mean, like I'm, I'm of similar similar stature, but uh, I'm. I don't think I could have let a party, and I'm like an adult.
3: Hey, hey, you know how you just stealthed us all into here? That's just the kind of thing a white wolf would do.
2: That is, that's what white wolves would do. I'm a white wolf. That is,
3: you, you you sure white wolfed?
2: They're a lone wolf, but they still help the pack. I'm great.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You've kept us all safe. That's all we ask.
0: Oh, we got a mascot.
1: At this point, you've fed Clamuel L. Jackson enough wood <laughs> that he's uh, recovered, or I don't know what even pronouns this thing takes. Uh, and you've fed them enough wood that they're no longer like in danger of dying because Corton did like mortally wound it. But now you've fed him and kind of nursed him back to health, and he's like wiggling inside the the that, the head a little bit.
2: Do you know what kind of environment pulp elementals have? Do they? Do they need, like, leaves inside? Should I put leaves inside the hat?
0: Do you think we can make it,
2: teach it how to talk?
1: You all are really hung up on this thing talking, <laughs> huh?
2: I'm just going to keep talking to it until it does.
1: I know you all want to recreate Winifred and Objectivist or whatever, but I think you befriended the wrong NPC.
3: No, our pulp no. baby is amazing. It's going to
1: talk about it.
3: Well, no, we, we, we learned our lesson last season, which is you don't befriend the... Uh, You don't befriend the cute thing, because it's just going to break everyone's heart and be horrible. This is,
0: like, half cute, half terrifying, so...
3: This is like the hermit crab
0: of,
1: you know... Ooh, are you going to find a different mascot head later and transfer it? Yeah, we're going to (gasps) upgrade.
0: Yeah, if he gets bigger...
1: We're going to find whatever the mascot of
2: the Gorefields is, and we're going to put the <laughs> put old Clamiel Jackson in there.
1: That's another thing. So, Sabrina, you, you want the whole party to get through the Glass Forest, but you, they don't know where you're going. Is anybody going to ask her? Because the audience can look at the map and see that on the other side of the Glass Forest, there are three locations marked. There is a spa... There is a city and there is something ominously labelled the gore fields, which Chris very much likes. Where is Sabrina going and how do you convince them to come with you?
0: Hey Brina, where are we going after this?
1: We're gonna go to the city,
2: because that's where all the people are. So if you're looking for something you could ask there, for example.
0: I mean, I don't I don't like I don't I ain't got nothing better to do.
3: Are you looking for something, for example, that you could ask people around for? <laughs>
2: Maybe. And you're going to see her hand instinctively go to her neck.
0: Maybe I can find a sweater for porcupines. I bet. I bet <laughs> Stuart <laughs> would like that.
2: I bet they have those there. Let's change the, co- the topic. I bet oh, they have uh, porcupine how sweaters.
0: Dogs sometimes have little rain boots. Maybe I could find some of those. He gets his paws wet.
2: And socks. Would no, that be cute?
0: No, you don't want socks in the
2: wet. They look so cute, little sock, little sockies. Have you ever had a wet sock? All my socks are wet. Oh no! I'm very icy.
0: Are your are your socks wet now?
2: No, they're
1: dry with the heat of leadership.
0: <laughs> well, okay, I believe that.
1: Uh, I think at this point, Lola, you notice that Stewart has uh, fallen behind the group. And you go back and look at him, and he is eating some kind of strange fruit that has fallen off of one of these trees. And he is making happy porcupine noises.
0: Uh, What I roll to find, to know what fruit is, nature? That is,
1: that's the fruit roll, yeah. The fruit roll up.
0: Seven, I'm like, looks good.
1: No, actually, with a seven, I think you're like, oh no, stop, must stop him.
0: Oh, it's like when you have to, like, get something out of a dog's mouth, and you, are like, open it up, and you just, like, pull open the snout to get it out.
1: Yeah, and he rolls up into a ball and continues eating the fruit.
2: Um, can I cast a spell? I can't stop you. I want to cast Command. Oh, God. On the porcupine. Does that work on, uh, animals? It says a creature you can see within range. Yeah, I guess so. So I'm gonna point my finger.
1: Very authoritatively, say stop. Animals have low wisdom, ten. So, uh, yep, Stuart uh fails and drops the fruit.
0: Oh, I gotta learn how to do that.
1: Stuart like pl- uh, plods up to you, Olola, looking sad, and like flops at your oh. feet, making hungry noises.
3: Um, um. Um. I I could purify food and drink for you, and that might help. Oh, why didn't you say so earlier? That's that's a thing I can do. That is an option.
1: So night's falling on the glass forest. So I think at this point, I, you all are going to set up camp and go to sleep here. Uh, Vindros, you can purify like the fruit off these trees. They are like crystalline. Uh, structures that come off of the glass branches but you can once you crack them open there's actually like edible flesh inside hmm
3: yeah just just to be safe that that that'll be purify food and drink which will make sure that this at the very least isn't poisonous or diseased which is a good start
1: a thing you have to watch out for are the pine needles here which are very sharp I think uh dexterity saving throw, everyone not to to nick yourself on the pine needles Okie dokie 16. Success. 8. Failure. El- 11. 20,
2: 22
1: with a crit. Success. Actually, with a crit, I want to say that you can help Lola f- stop from nicking herself and everybody can pass with a crit. Absolutely.
2: All
1: right, let's, let's play that out and then go camping.
2: I want to like reach up because I want to get on my tippy toes and like push a barb away because that's the only way I'm taller than her.
0: Oh, thank you.
2: Yes, that's what a leader would do. The white wolf would lead the pack to victory.
0: The, she sure would, honey. You're doing great.
2: I'm doing
3: great. Oh my god! <laughs> this 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 overconfidence is really building up, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's amazing. So
1: as night. As night falls and the sun goes down, all the the radiating rainbows that wind through the trees uh begin dissipating and as the glass of the branches cools down the they all begin contracting actually because the glass like heats up and expands, and at night it cools down and contracts, and the entire forest starts making the most terrible sound uh just this it sounds like basically a car crash that lasts eight hours all night so tell me how you all try to sleep and camp here what do you talk about who has what duties like just let's just make this a scene as you all try to acclimate to this terrible environment
3: well i mean in terms of 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 roles i think vindras uh is very much just gonna find a, a try and find as comfortable a place to sit as to sit up against a tree as possible where she can see everyone else so that yeah she's she's not gonna be sleeping the least she can do is keep an eye on everyone maybe she can find like a little like rock or something to be sat on so she can just be like yeah I can I can see what's what's up with everyone
0: Lola and Stuart <laughs> hug while they sleep because his belly is soft.
4: Corton like is size. going to uh, go and lay and put his head in Vindras's lap and Aww. and then he's going to cast sleep on himself so <laughs> that the noise doesn't bother him.
1: Alright, so none of you are going to talk? You're just all just going to immediately go to sleep?
0: I'm so tired, never going to say another word.
1: <laughs> I'm going gonna, gonna to talk to... Sam Clamuel Jackson. Okay. I like that. So everyone else goes to sleep, and you start talking to this elemental who you simply cannot accept does not have the power of speech.
2: I'm going to tell them about my day. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, I was such a great leader and how I helped everybody. I blew up through a wall, and then we found him.
3: You're having this entire conversation of like, oh yeah, here's my day and here's how I'm doing. And Vindras is just sat there like, oh, you'll talk to the the, 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 <laughs> the mascot head that cannot talk back to you, but me? Oh, no, Maybe she's not talking to the, the head. Maybe she's
2: actually thinking <laughs> she's talking to somebody else. Oh, Aww. okay. Interesting.
0: Mystery! <laughs>
1: I mean, it's in her character sheet.
3: Do you think any of us read that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> the rest, the other players on this call can't remember what happened last scene. Are you kidding me? So uh, I'll make it explicitly clear then. Uh, as she's
2: finishing up the conversation, she's going to kind of forget that someone is actually still awake. And she's going to say, I hope to see you tomorrow, mom.
0: Oh, baby. Oh.
1: And so you curl up with the mascot head. Uh Lola has Stewart and Corton has Vindros. This is very interesting, actually. And you're all sleeping where you cleared away the glass pine needles. This stupid forest is making these terrible cracking noises. This is all the trees contract, but you eventually get used to it enough where you all uh, sleep, except for Vindros, who does not sleep. Uh that that's just a feature of the Thrycreen.
3: Yeah, she spends she spends the night just. Try, trying to work it just just think about what's next trying to come up with some plan that isn't just follow the child
1: uh as you're sitting there Vindross, you see in the distance further to the east a bright light uh suddenly flash and light up the forest um and because this isn't coming down from the sky and refracting through the trees it's just something further into the forest you get a clear, like unobstructed look, pretty deep, and it appears. This I wouldn't give this to you if you had to sleep. This is actually pretty interesting because you would just happen to be a species that doesn't sleep. I didn't like mm. write this for you, but you see this light flash ahead of you, and it's actually two lights, like two giant eyes. Mm. I say giant, I mean huge oh. when it and the light comes out of them and lights up the whole forest that's how big the eyes are
3: can i do some kind of role to understand what i've just seen
1: yeah i think this is the arcana role that chris wanted so bad
3: oh do it i believe in you uh i'm glad someone does <laughs> uh 14
1: um, so 14 isn't good enough to know exactly what's going on, but you remember Corton said he heard a story about a demon that lived in the forest. And I'm going to say that, you know, if there is a demon, that's it. These two giant eyes that light up the whole forest. And this thing seems too big and too powerful to fight. That is actually what I'm going to give you. Cause you, you got above average. I'm saying whatever this thing is, the four of you cannot take it in a fight.
3: Okay. And it's just there. It's not like appears for a second and is gone or doesn't appear to be like circling or something it's just there
1: you see two bright lights and then at they hold for a couple of seconds and then they're gone actually it's almost like the eyes open look out over the forest scan it and then close and the light goes with it
3: Yeah, Vindross is going to be careful to not move a fucking inch the rest of the night.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're just standing there, like, just pants fully shitted.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Just, just, um, I'm not here. Never was, never will be. It's all good.
1: Uh, so, everyone wakes up the next morning having healed, uh, but that not leveled up. Um, roll hit dice for that, and then, uh, t- t- talk to me about how you wake up in the morning, and Vindross, if you share what you saw.
3: Oh, yeah, no, v- Vindros is gonna share what she saw, but she's gonna share it to Corton first, before anyone else.
4: So the stories were true. There is a demon in these forests.
3: Yeah, what- whatever it was, it was- looking over the forest and it only did so for a second and then it was just done could i make maybe could i could i make an arcana check
4: based on the information maybe with disadvantage sure yeah yeah. uh 14 which wow (laughs) finally a crit
1: Corton, summoning all of your knowledge, you come to the conclusion that something this big and with this much power, seemingly, uh, if it wanted you dead, it could have you dead. Like, if it can just light up the whole forest with its eyes, just purely with its gaze, it could have gotten you by now. So, you don't think if you go east, you will immediately be in any more danger? Uh, You just don't think that you should fight it. Um, But you think maybe it couldn't hurt to actually get close and see more yeah um so so what 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 i'm gonna give you basically is you don't need to immediately uh flip
3: out if if it shows up play (laughs) dead
4: i want
2: to establish that as sabrina wakes up uh before like right before she does her body makes sounds like star wars what does that mean (laughs) so have you ever watched a video about a frozen lake in the morning yeah and the sounds it makes Sounds like Star Wars. Sounds like little laser beams and stuff going off.
1: Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> She's nice to that sort of body sounds like in the morning.
1: Well, I mean, that sound is almost assuredly lost in the sound of the forest heating up as the sun rises, as it, all the trees begin expanding and cracking.
2: Yeah, it's still there.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, so once again, just the most terrible noise from this forest that should not exist. Um, Lola, how's your morning?
0: I hate this place so much. It's so loud. There's so much glass. My little gecko feet get all scratched up. It's uh, can we go?
4: Are we ready, Please? White Wolf? Yes, we're ready. Let's go
2: to the city, Hop City, Hoppy City. I don't know if the E's
1: silent. <laughs> The E is silent. (laughs) I've only only read it in books. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, Sabrina has decided of the three locations east of the forest that the party can decide to go to. Uh, The one Sabrina wants to check is Harp City, H-A-R-P-E, because she believes that's where the most people are, which will lead her to her mother, which is a secret we're not keeping anymore, I guess.
0: How many types of Harps do they have in Harp City?
2: Well, it's a secret for
1: everybody except Vindros. Vindros
0: yeah,
3: knows. Yeah, v- Vindros is the only one in character who knows. But um, I, I think she's going to try and approach it once once the journey has begun. Not to the whole group, but... All right,
1: it's time for a survival check for the group. You succeeded on the one from the library to the forest. Now, to make it through the forest, give me survival.
3: Nine.
1: Fail. Eighteen. Uh... Success. Uh, 20. Success. Uh, hold on. You don't have to turn into the Jew on Grudge every time.
0: <laughs> ah, oh, nine.
1: Okay, actually, uh, so the party succeeds again. Last week was just nothing but botches. This week has pretty much been all <laughs> success. You avoided the encounter with the guards. You you avoided the ditch. You didn't get cut up. you We had you the know same the first eyes. week
3: as well. Have we gone... All successes, all fails, all successes. Is that how this season's gonna be?
1: I'm excited for next week when you inevitably run into the thing with the eyes. Cool. Oops. It'll
0: be fine. It'll be <laughs> fine. be fine.
1: So the party succeeds, so you begin crunching your way through the, the glass underbrush, being careful not to nick yourself. Uh, most of the, like, the vines in here aren't particularly sharp because they're, like, thick. They have, like, dull, blunted edges. So you're not like constantly being shredded as you walk. You can push things out of the way. Corton with your sword or, you know, with uh, the bow, your your crossbow, Lola, and you can kind of slowly make your way.
3: Or with the axe baloney.
1: (laughs) The axe baloney. And then, of course, uh, Sabrina has her knife. So you're crunching, you're crunching, you're crunching. You're making your way through the forest. And because you succeeded, what I'm going to give you now is that you hear a noise uh, off to one of your sides, and this noise is like a, a low, calm, buzzing. Like, bzzz.
0: Oh, no. Bzzz. Killer bees?
4: Murder hornets.
0: <laughs> you succeeded,
4: so this, this
1: doesn't ha- uh, pose an immediate threat to you. It's something that you can choose to engage with.
4: Is that a nature check to try and determine what it is? Yes.
0: 12.
4: 12? 4. Boo.
0: Uh,
3: 13.
1: Yeah, 12, 12, and 13 is all above average. Um, you, you shouldn't, um, all of you know that um, because the glass forest is made of glass and not carbon-based plants, uh, they are not pollinated by bees. So even though this sounds exactly like a bee, uh, it is not a bee. And it might be something else, which might be interesting to you. It, it, might, it might be, be something, something else? else. Yes, exactly. So, at your that first we might t-
4: be interested in.
1: Yes, exactly. Oh God, this is gonna go on forever. I just realized what I've committed myself to. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: It's fine if you just give us advantage a couple times. We'll drop yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll,
0: hey, we'll, hey, Austin. We'll Austin. save you. We'll Austin, spare you.
1: Austin.
4: Word. Yes, it's all gonna be okay. <laughs> no i changed my mind about this plot
1: point there are no bees fuck off
4: <laughs>
0: what is it what is it then
1: do you go check yeah cortan i guess is the one who uh realizes that this is not a dangerous bee and you kind of crunch ahead to uh, off the beaten path for a second to peer through
0: bee- Be- the
1: fuck my entire ass <laughs> And Cortan, you peer uh, like through some glassy like palm fronds, and into you almost f- said between and between. God bless you,
0: between.
1: And you see in this clearing uh, a creature hanging from one of the glass branches.
0: Is it a glass sloth,
1: <laughs> Lauren? Do you want to be DM?
0: <laughs> I knew it. I fucking knew it. I knew it. I fucking knew it. It is
1: a bumble sloth.
0: <gasps> oh. Yep.
1: Part bumblebee, part sloth, all buzzing, all cute, all the time. It is roughly the size of a three-toed sloth, except it is yellow and black and has a fuzzy belly like a sloth, or like a bee, and it is kind of hanging there uh, lazily, just limply out of the tree, without a care in the world, and buzzing softly.
0: Wait, so is this a two-toed sloth or a three-toed sloth? Because the two-toed sloths are much cuter, I'm just saying.
1: Okay, it can be two-toed if you want.
0: Cause they have like the little piggies now. Can
3: can we trade in our team pet for a new one this <laughs> oh, soon? No,
0: we each need our own. So Sabrina has one. <laughs> I have one. You guys need one still, right? That's how it works.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, uh huh. Oh.
0: Don't worry. Cortad already class? has
4: one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you bring up mascots for the class. <laughs>
1: uh, so yeah, this this bumble sloth is just hanging from the tree. It's it's not dangerous. It is in fact completely, Adorable. totally vulnerable. To any every any and everything.
0: Okay, I want to roll uh something to scratch it really good with my poking stick.
1: Animal handling, literally you're handling an animal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, she botched. I botched. <laughs>
1: Uh, You walk up, and you poke it with your poking stick, and it just immediately falls out of the tree. Oh, no! (laughs) And just lands on the ground pathetically and makes a sad noise.
0: Oh, no! Somebody help! I'm too short to put him back! Vindross is gonna
3: try and just just gently comfort this thing.
0: I think I just made him sad.
4: Is it injured? Do I need to cast Cure Wounds on this poor creature? That would certainly help. Yeah, okay. I will do that.
1: <laughs> okay, how do you do that? You're a bard, so are you going to you walk over to this bumble sloth and you just start like whispering glossolalia to it. Yes,
4: and 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 waving my hands over its uh, its body in a rhythmic manner. Uh, should make your of...
0: pecs like do the peck thing.
4: Yeah, oh yeah, and the pecs are dancing, sure. Uh, yeah.
1: the bumble sloth like reaches one arm very slowly and pathetically to your like pants leg and latches on. Corton
0: like a
4: little backpack, put them on your back. It's your backpack. Uh, uh, Corton's going to cradle this poor, wretched creature. Aww, wretched. And, and and continue to minister to it, and say it didn't. She didn't mean you
3: any harm. She's just clumsy. She knows not what she has done.
0: I just can't reach. I need to use the stick. I thought it'd be good. I'm so small.
1: Okay, so mechanically speaking, the bumble sloth is a is essentially an item in the same way like a fighter would get a plus two sword. Uh, a ranger can get a wide variety of animals to equip into battle you can bond with them and they can basically be your pokemon you started with stewart who can attack with his spines you have this this bumble sloth which if you uh basically like wear it into battle as it like grips onto you you will slowly heal from its
3: buzzing energy
0: put it on my back
3: does the ranger get to have multiple pokemon at a time
0: or can i can i give it to my party
1: uh so you're the ranger. Only you can bond with them so that if they die they come back.
0: But then after I do the bonding, can I share?
1: You can only have one active at a time. So I mean they won't go away, but if you wanna have if you wanna have um Stuart attacking, you can't use the bumble sloth. And if you wanna use the bumble sloth, Stuart can't attack.
0: Okay, well put it uh can I just like hold its little face? Uh get snout to snout. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just look it in the eyes, and roll something. Uh, so
1: <laughs> you're okay. You I'm guys trying have been, to, I'm
0: trying to get it. I'm trying to bond with it.
1: Paint me this picture, okay? Because you you injured this thing. Corton is actually the one who's bonded with it. So I want everyone to come together and kind of figure out how this looks.
0: I'm sorry, little buddy. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hurt you. Well, here, let me, I'm just gonna pet it really gently. Mm-hmm. Do you want some purified fruit? I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him a snack. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it with my hand. D- he not <laughs> eat it. He loves berries, right?
1: Yeah. So the the bumble sloth like reaches out and grabs it and begins moving it towards its mouth, but it's gonna take like two minutes, so you have plenty of time.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, and I'm just gonna like. Uh, I think mean, I told you this earlier today, Austin. But everybody else, uh, if you, like, slow blink at cats, apparently that, that that's how they tell each other they care somehow. I don't know, science. Um, so I'm just going to, like, <laughs> put snout against snout while I'm waiting for this guy to eat. And I'm just going to keep, like, slow blinking over and over and over while petting it.
4: No, Corton's perfectly happy to just continue to hold this thing while this happens that's uh his contribution
3: v- Vindros is just very happily watching this this loving bond form this is this is a pure
0: wonderful thing can i put my straw hat on it
1: <laughs> uh, uh, bond
0: yeah. over fashion
1: so i guess the first question is what do you want to name the bumble sloth
0: All oh, right.
1: This is just the episode of naming party mascots. I did not expect the pulp elemental to even be a thing. I swear Sloth to God, Green. I thought you were going to ice it. Sloth Green. What?
0: Instead of Seth Green, Sloth Green.
1: Oh, my God. They, are they all going to be? covered?
0: Because in- also, sloths are often covered in algae because they're so slow, so it works.
1: So are they all going to be celebrity parody names? <laughs>
0: well, they are now.
1: That's your thing this season? That's, That's what I've
0: decided right now in this moment
1: okay so as you're making eye contact with this thing snout to snout you lower your straw hat onto it very slowly and as it touches this bond between you is actually like visible there's a energy wave that passes between you powerfully and there's like a a shock wave that like blasts all the leaves and pine needles around you out of the clearing Uh, actually everyone else dexterity saving throw not to be hit by shrapnel from what's happening six fail
3: 15 she didn't warn you Sixteen,
1: success, <laughs> success. So only Corton, who's standing there holding the sloth at ground zero, <laughs> uh, takes two as a leaf like hits him in the the leg. Ow! <laughs> but uh, so this wave happens. You are now bonded to Sloth Green, uh, Lola, and if it if he dies, uh, you can regenerate him. Um, but as this wave happens, um, there's like a moment of silence as the leaves settle. And the, the trees like are continue their cracking in the the early morning sun. And then on the in the on the horizon, two giant eyes open up.
0: Oh, that's never happened before.
1: And are just pouring light across the forest and they sweep through it, so s- slowly, carefully looking at whatever that sound was, and then they close.
3: Um, Um, Yeah, everyone, I probably should have told you about that by now Wait, Um, you
0: knew about the eyes? I mean,
3: I yeah, I saw them last night Does the eye thing talk? I was afraid to ask in case it picked a fight I was afraid you'd ask
2: (laughs) If it has such big eyes, maybe it's seen a lot of things
0: I don't think that's how eyes work
2: Never mind. It was a stupid thought anyway. Let's just go to Hoppy City. No,
0: oh my God, and she's gonna do this now with the self-loathing. Oh God, <laughs> this is why I'll never have a child.
4: She is not even a teenager yet.
0: Oh, this is why I'll never have a child. Other than Stewart and Sloth Green.
4: <laughs> All right. So the party succeeded on their
1: survival roll, so you can continue east, uh, uh, unthreatened. Uh, but now everyone knows about the eyes.
3: Yeah. As as we continue on, um. Vindras is definitely going to try and sort of find a moment to just talk to Sabrina away from the rest of the party. And go, um, so, h- how how are you liking being the leader?
2: It's good, I'm a good leader.
3: Yeah. I think yeah you- everyone you- listens to me and no one bullies me and locks me in a closet. <laughs> I mean, we've definitely not done that, um so about about where where we're heading for definitely not not trying to find anything in particular,
2: yeah, that's where it's for anybody to do whatever they want there
3: <sighs> last night, I don't know if you remembered that I don't sleep. I did not no, um, so. Yeah, you are looking for something specific, someone specific. Maybe. Do you want to talk to us about that? You know, seeing as we're doing the whole traveling in a team thing.
2: Well, I think I can trust you. I'm just looking for my mom.
3: Is your mum? I'm guessing royalty.
2: No, not really. The only royalty is the God King.
3: Oh, okay.
2: I haven't seen her in years. I don't really remember what she looks like, but she'd be wearing a necklace just like the one I have. She wouldn't take it off because she's waiting for me to find her.
3: How... How how long have you been separated?
2: And... A long time, lots of years I was
3: only I was real young the last time I remember her Do you know she's here specifically or are you just going there because that's where there's lots of people?
2: If she's out there she's probably around a lot of people that way people would know where she is and I'd be able to find her easier I know that's what she's thinking I hope that, I hope you're right Why wouldn't I be? Don't you think she's waiting for me?
3: I think she's probably waiting for you. But life's not always as simple as being exactly where you want to be, exactly when you want to be there. You know. She'll be there.
2: I know it. That's how all the stories go.
3: That is how all the stories go.
1: Um. So we got a, We got a Vindros and Sabrina scene. Corton and Lola. You haven't talked much. What are you? T- what are you talking about? You just had an animal
4: experience.
0: I'm pretty small, so until I need him, would you put him on your back like a backpack?
4: Oh, um, sure.
0: How could you send all of that face? The snout looks like a little piggy. I, I. I'm gonna press a sloth green's face into your face.
4: Uh, I'll. I'll be honest. I-
0: Smooch him! Kiss him! You love, give him a smooch!
4: <laughs> C- Corton, uh tries to uh, kiss the thing. It's very clear that he is just not into this and simply attempting to placate Lola to get her off his back. Um, what do you guys think of this idea? So it has a two-toed sloth's Snout, right? Mm -hmm.
1: But as you go in to kiss it, the snout like extends like a bee's proboscis a little bit. Mm. (laughs) Oh, yeah,
0: give me that. Mm.
1: And it just gives you like a snout lick, (laughs) but not with its tongue. It's just its snout, like an elephant's trunk. And then the snout like retracts back to normal sloth proportions. Wow.
0: Perfection.
1: Is that Junji Ito
4: enough for us? (laughs) Yep. That's. Cortan is less comfortable with all of this now. He just he allows has the uh, sloth climb onto its shoulders and, and he can drape down his neck or whatever from, from there. Um, it it I, I don't uh, frankly I'm good with neither animals or children
0: uh well you better be good with animals because we got two now Mm. i got two now i guess you could leave and then have nothing to do with us but uh you can't take the animals so i they're mine they're my babies but not like actual babies because parenthood is terrifying
1: do you think Lola should be able to store them like Pokemon in like a Soul Pokeball? I considered it, but it seemed
0: I don't, a lot. Do they like it? I feel no. Like, yeah. No, I don't think they'd
1: like it. Yeah, I'm glad you agree with me. We're we're on the same page. I just yeah. want to let it, put that out there that I thought about it.
4: Pikachu doesn't like being inside a Pokeball.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: All right, so I, yeah. so. Corton and Lola are bonding over this animal. Uh, you've succeeded on your survival check, so I want to give the party a heads up that they hear the, a very l- sapient sound of voices somewhere in the forest as they're making their way east.
0: Is it ghosts?
2: What does it sound like?
1: Uh, you don't understand the language, but it sounds like sp- there are people out here, multiple people talking in low voices. Um, you would have, if you hadn't rolled your survival, you wouldn't have been able to hear it, uh, over the sound of the trees expanding, but you can, so that's what I'm giving you.
4: Uh, so, Corton's gonna cast Comprehend Languages. Oh, fuck me.
1: (laughs) 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 All right, yeah, sick. Um, yeah, Corton, you cast, uh, Comprehend Languages, and you can hear the people whispering and hear them say, Go around the side! I'll set up an ambush! Give me the bow!
0: No! Get a higher ground!
1: They're 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 planning to attack you. Does camp comprehend language give you what language is, or can you just automatically understand language?
4: Literal meaning of any spoken language you hear, uh, but no, it, it would not that does not suggest that I understand what the language is that's spoken.
1: Great. So what could have been an ambush is instead you knowing full well ahead there are people here and even knowing on top of that that they're preparing, so you have like the most possible forewarning. This could not be better for you. What an episode for Season seven team, which doesn't have a collective name, I realized.
2: Yeah, well, we'll figure one out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. For new listeners, usually we get like a name like the Losers or the the Furies or something. We have a name for the team eventually. We don't yet, but
4: we'll get there.
1: So, so what do you all do?
4: All right. Cortan holds up a, a hand to indicate to everyone to stop moving. And we're about to be attacked.
2: What from where?
4: And he points in the direction of the, the voices and uh and moves with his other hand to to indicate that they're gonna try to surround from the other side as well. Can
2: I throw a nice knife now? Sure, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna throw a nice knife where
1: he's pointing. Sick. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't think you need to make a roll. So what happens is, Sabrina, Cortan tells you there's going to be an ambush, and you summon a giant n- knife made of ice and just fling it into the trees, or it explodes, because that's how that spell works? Yep, it shoots out into shards of ice afterwards. So you just blow the top off a tree. I mean, it's made of glass, so it literally shatters uh, in an explosion. Shards go everywhere. You hear a shriek. They were not expecting that, and people begin running. Um, you, you've, you've startled them. This is on. <laughs> I- <laughs> <laughs> i'm actually interested what do the rest of you do before i say what the the uh, the people in the trees do because they were not expecting this they have like lost a round to surprise i'll say
4: oh yeah like we were we were expecting that <laughs>
0: um i think i just like shoot a bow in that direction right okay uh Vindras
3: is gonna fire a guiding bolt that way
1: Okay, so so rather than doing all this rolling because it's disadvantaged, you can't see them, here's what I'm just going to say. Basically, the entire team opens up on the forest, like as if you all had magical AKs. You just start spraying the trees. You blow, like, an entire copse of trees just away. You guys are only level three, but, like, you're still pretty cool, right? Like, a level one adventure is stronger than your average townsfolk. So, level three, you're not to be messed with, and you just annihilate. Uh, a stretch of this forest. And most of the people flee, except you hear one voice uh, call out from the the rubble as these trees are falling, branches are crashing, the underbrush, which is made of glass, is shattering. This is terrifying. You've done a really
4: scary, cool thing. Corton is standing there in the midst of all of this chaos with his arms still upraised in the (laughs) cold position.
1: And you hear a voice call out and says, well, you've got some salt to you, huh?
0: It's, it's you. There's a lot of salt.
3: You've got some not surrounding us to ya.
1: I wasn't expecting such grit. Usually the people come in here and they surrender immediately. Very spicy. Very
0: spicy.
3: I to know who you are. <laughs>
0: You're ordering your brain to know who they are.
3: I, I order to know who
0: you are. He said, I order you to know who you are.
3: Uh the voice says, the name
1: Zur, Z-U R.
2: Why were you attacking us?
1: I want your stuff, dumbass.
2: That's not right. You're not allowed to take things
1: from people. <laughs> it's my stuff now. No, it's not. We'll see about that.
2: I want to cast sleep on him. <laughs>
1: Uh, you can you cannot see this thing yet, oh, so you okay. need to get it out of wherever it is before you can do that. Okay. Mm.
0: Come out and fight me, coward!
1: Intimidation,
0: it sounds like? Yes. I am a large and yeah. intimidating lady. Not small.
4: Show yourself and we will resolve this.
0: 15.
1: So, Lola, you say, come out and show yourself?
0: I said, why don't you come out here and fight me, you coward!
1: Ooh, spicier and spicier i can't wait to meet you and you see actually zur drop down from above like the canopy uh holding onto a branch by his feet because he is an anthropomorphic flying fox
0: (gasps) oh he's batman he's batman
1: flying foxes are kind of bat batman um they're there are a lot of anthropomorphic animals in D&D. Vindross is an anthropomorphic mantis. Lola is an anthropomorphic, anthropomorphic gecko. This is an anthropomorphic bat. A new species uh, to the Dice Funk universe. There are anthropomorphic bats in D&D, but I didn't like any of their lore, so I made my own. Uh, Zer is one of them. They are called Murciel. And so this long, almost like wolf-like body. Uh, orange and brown fur. Very like keen predator eyes. Like, like very like beady and looking at you a long snap with very sharp teeth and enormous wings but mostly like humanoid as he hangs up from a branch above you and he's like looking down on you, teeth bare but smiling like I can't wait to see what you all have in store this is exciting exciting exciting
2: I want to cast charm person Uh huh. <laughs> on the bat Batman, batman! Mm-hmm. on batman
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. man bat
3: Yeah,
2: so uh, I attempt to charm a humanoid that I can see within range and has to make a wisdom saving throw uh, to not be charmed by me, basically.
1: All right. Normally, you're in combat, so I would say disadvantage, but because he's actually so impressed by your ability to scare all of his fellow attackers, he's going to be just regular instead of disadvantage. It cancels out. Uh, That is a botch! Oh, no! Not again!
0: (laughs) Another man! Hey another party! Hey member. guys, I got
1: another friend! Stop befriending my enemies! <laughs> Roll better,
0: bitch! <laughs>